I don't want to scare anyone, but I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason. Do you hear any more about the place next door? Mm-hmm. It's been rented by some kids. It says you're a dead fuck. Dead fuck? A lousy lay. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you don't. You do it with everybody. I don't know anybody new. Bowl of self-abuse. What are you hunting for up here? Bear. You can't be hunting for bear. I am going to kill him. Was I a dead fuck? But the man that killed your sister is dead. Two people at the hospital are missing. Coincidence? He's alive. Kimberly back from Friday the 13th, part four, and you're listening to The Hysteria Continues. And indeed you are. Welcome back to The Hysteria Continues, episode 72, and this is Skype, the final chapter, um, which it might well be the final chapter for Skype if it, uh, if it carries on being such a bastard. But, 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 but. And you probably just heard that little remix there. We're going to see how we go. <laughs> so it's going to be one of those shows. Funnily enough, mm-hmm. we've just done, we just recorded our Christmas quiz before this and had no problems at all. But suddenly it's, but anyway, what can you do? But we're back at Crystal Lake um, and I'm here with We're my... actually looking into other options to yes. record. So if, if, the, if it does, if it pulls an episode, like I don't remember which one it was that had the really bad one. I think it was Crinoline Head. If it's yes. that bad, then we'll 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 try the new thing. So, yep, there we go. Another little Skype thing. <laughs> there was somebody. Somebody was kind enough on the um, the Facebook forums to the pages to say uh, suggest Google, Google Groups. So we might go to that. Um, or if you're very very rich and want to pay for us to get together every fortnight and fly us in somewhere, then that's always an option. But before it all goes to hell. Um, I'll introduce you to my fellow campers, um, and this is Eric's choice, isn't it, this time? So, how are you doing, Eric? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm doing very good. I am the FA Cup of fornication. That's the um, that's the English equivalent of being the Super Bowl of self-abuse. Is it? Right. Yep. Very polished. Well, literally. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, Joseph, how are you doing? God, I'm horny. <laughs> uh, tell us no something we don't know. That's what Crispin Glover says in yes. Friday the 13th Part 4. Mm, indeed, he does. But, um, well, hopefully we won't be hearing too much groaning come from, from your end. Actually, I'm not, actually, so you're, you're safe. Okay, all right. Um, Nathan, how about you? Are you horny? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> I said that very quickly because I'm like, uh, it might skip. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're going to see how we go. But we've also got um, this episode. We're obviously covering um, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, in inverted commas. Um, Eric's got an epic Friday the 13th quiz for us, haven't you, Eric? I oh. do. Oh, oh. Is that Stripes? Is that Stripes? That is, that is, that is, that is, that is, Stripes. Yes. <laughs> oh, this she is says, Merry such Christmas. a fun show. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, okay. We've got, we got the Cats. We've got the Skype remix. It's going to be one of those shows, you know. Uh, to paraphrase, totally, yeah. paraphrase Betty hold Davis, on hold side. on, it's going to be a bumpy night. So, yeah. um, well, before we get to that, uh, let's talk about what we've been watching recently. Uh, well, actually, before we do that, let's talk a little bit about a night. Be- sorry, the night before Easter. Um, how's the filming going? There's lots of exciting things going up on Facebook. Uh, the yes, there's a lot going, of excitement. Uh, yes, the filming <laughs> is going quite well. Uh, we kind of had a down weekend this weekend because of scheduling, but uh, uh, last weekend we filmed, we spent three, almost four hours filming a chase scene, which uh, after editing turned out to be right at about three minutes long. <laughs> so I guess that's the the magic of uh, filmmaking for you. But we're having a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. I think it'll be a, a, it'll be a fun little cheap movie. So, yeah. Chase scenes are very important to us. Yes. Have you got three? You got three? You got three? You got three? You got three of them in the film. Is that what chase you're... scenes? Yes. Uh, no, that? it's going to probably be two. two. Let's say okay. two. Yeah. Mm. But um, and you you said you've got um, a very special guest star, haven't you? Slasher oh, yes. movie legends is going to be yeah, the movie. Well, Can you give I'll that just away? go ahead and kind of dispel that, just so people won't be pissed off. Uh, the Voodoo Doll from the Voodoo Massacre films will be making a cameo, so we'll be on the lookout for him. No way! Yes, that's yes. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, here right now. Is he? Is he moving? Yes. No, he's not moving. I didn't read the magic words. Okay, well, that's probably just as well then. So, well, we look forward to hearing more about it. When you, you say you're going to be rapping, aren't you, in sort of January time? mid-January? Uh, well, I was looking through, um, you know, my footage and the footage notes and the script. I think we have um, we have one night where we're going to film, like, all the, the kind of the group scenes at the beginning of the film. What, sex scenes? And then scenes? we'll have, like... I'm sorry? The sex, the sex, the sex, the sex. Yeah, that's it, <laughs> the group sex. And I think we have, like, five, like, other scenes we have to shoot and then, like, a couple of, like, you know, we need some B, B footage, like here and there, just a couple little tiny little bits. But other than that, I think we are about seventy percent done with the the wow. main part of the storyline. So we're almost there. Okay. And how long is it going to take to edit? Well, that's uh, I've been editing as we're going, so I okay. can you know stay on top of everything. So uh, I finished editing last night, so I have no new footage to edit right now. Right now. Right now. Right. So I'm completely caught up. Hmm. How long is it going to be? Uh, well, we're it's hoping gonna be very short. <laughs> it's gonna be very we're short. Hoping, what? We're hoping for at least between seventy and eighty minutes. So okay. we'll try to get there. Mm. We could always do what they sometimes do in, like, um, what was it? The Herschel Gordon Lewis, the gruesome twosome, wasn't it? When they just you could maybe get to have some sort of chatting mannequins, or maybe you could have a a scene with the the voodoo doll having a little solo scene at the beginning. If you want to well, I haven't factored in like, in like, in like, you know, uh, the credits or the opening credits or even the opening scene yet. So I think we'll we'll hit our mark. Okay, excellent. Well, very much looking forward to seeing the finished result. So um, good stuff. And also, and we're also we're we're, we're working our way through listener picks. Um, and obviously, we're doing the Friday Thirteenth this time because it is well, it was Friday Thirteenth. We're a little bit late. Um, but um, it's just with schedules and things and so much going on at the moment. Um, but uh, we're marking the Friday 13th uh, that's just been with this episode. But we'll be, we'll be doing a, another listener pick at the end of the episode, which will be the first one of the new year. 
And we've actually got next time, we've got a Christmas quiz, which we've already recorded, which is going to be a little stocking filler, which is will be, um, we'll tell you a little bit about it at the end of the show. So, um, do you want to tell us about, I think you, you haven't seen much, have you? But I think both you, Nathan and Joseph, you've watched um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Did you see it on the, the big screen? Yes. Mm. It was a lot of fun getting to see that classic 80s lady slasher on the big screen. Mm. And what was the, I mean, how did it work for the audience? Was there many people there? Did they? There was like five people there other than us. And these, these girls Ooh. showed up like 10 minutes into the movie Mm. Um, like four teenage girls, and then they get up and left like after like five minutes. So, but yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I, mean, I hadn't seen the movie in a while, but you know, seeing it on the big screen like that was a lot of fun. I, I had a newfound appreciation for the film now. Mm. How about you, Nathan? Oh, I've always, always loved it. So just seeing it, you know, on the big screen made me love it even more. I can't wait till we actually cover that movie. Hmm. Well, we were talking about covering it for Christmas, didn't we? But it's just, um, as I say, so much going on at the moment with the night before Easter and also various other, <coughs> various other things that um, we didn't get time to squeeze one in, did we, Eric? No. <laughs> we'll get so, it next year. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We'll definitely do a Christmas slasher for next year. But there'll be lots. We'll talk about the Christmas quiz at the end of the show and let you know what's coming up. But um, is there anything else you want to say about that? Or shall I move um, on to Eric? Uh, well, no. we I mean, saw. Not... Go ahead. We just we, we went to, we went to see it at a, a midnight showing after we had already watched uh, Black Christmas at uh, Greg's house, and I, you know, I, I like Silent Night Deadly Night, but I really want to see Black Christmas on the big screen. I, if mm-hmm. they if they were showing that, I would have I would have been you know more than happy to watch it twice in one night just to see it on the big screen. But it was a fun night all around, yeah. Excellent. Good stuff. Okay. And Eric. Ho, ho, homicide. Ho, 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 deed. <laughs> yeah. Eric, what have you been watching? Okay. Well, this one will probably be of interest, particularly to Nathan. I uh, recently got the Arrow Blu ray of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which comes in this really nice box set with a huge big booklet of writings of very, very various people on the film. Um, as for the film itself, uh, I, I do quite like it again. It has the same problems for me as the original. I like the first maybe 60, 70 minutes, and then I find the last final act a bit tedious with lots of, you know, just people screaming and chainsaws revving, and it's a bit very loud and annoying. But uh, I do love the opening sequence in Texas, 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 Texas Chainsaw 2 with the two sort of obnoxious frat boys who are going for, I think they're going for spring break or something. And, um, you know, they meet a sticky end through some very gory um, Tom Savini special effects. Um and I love Caroline Williams. I think she's really uh, such a likable final girl. And uh, I loved her in Stepfather 2 as well, where she doesn't quite make it to the end, which is kind of sad. Um, the Blu-ray comes with um, a second disc, which has eggshells on it, which is Tobe Hooper, one of Tobe Hooper's earliest films. If not, it mightn't be, it mightn't be his first film. It's probably his second. But my God, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. I don't know if any of you have ever seen it. It's, um, it's an art house um, trippy, druggy, late 60s type movie. I mean, I'd love to tell you what it's about, but I really don't have a clue. It's, it seems to be about some kids living, some college students sharing a house and in the basement there lives some kind of um, bizarre abstract being who is represented by sort of flashing lights and um, atonal avant-garde jazz music plays whenever its presence is you know, meant to be felt. 
I have no idea what it is about at all. Uh, I kind of watched it in a half dozy state. It was the I watched it the day after my uh, staff Christmas party, so I was incredibly hungover to the degree where I was actually vomiting. Um, so probably wasn't the best Eric. conditions to be watching a film of that nature in. But um, I'm, I'll give it a second try. But f- you know, from a first viewing, <laughs> no idea what it's about. Although you do get to see Kim Henkel, who wrote he wrote the script for Texas Chainsaw. Did he, Nathan? Yes. Uh, yeah, he also yeah. was involved in the best sequel, which is Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. Okay, well that's debatable. But if you're if you're <laughs> interested in seeing if you're 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 interested in seeing Kim Henkel's Winkle, uh, he strips off completely <laughs> and runs around a bit in eggshells. Blimey! So uh, Eric, there I you go. Thought, I wouldn't have thought you would have um, enjoyed seeing um, a film where two frat boys met a sticky end. Who <laughs> are misses? Yeah, no. <laughs> Generally, I wouldn't, but in this instance, I did. Okay, fair enough. Eric, yeah. I wouldn't put that in my mouth. If I were you, it might explode. We know very well you're a member of Big Dick's gang. Then why do you keep asking? Skim, 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 skim. So that's that. That, that <laughs> got a little um, little right. Skype remix. Um, mm. Yes. Well, unfortunately, didn't get to the dick part. Um, but uh, you know, it'd have been a lot nice to have a lot of lots of dicks popping out. But um, sorry, Eric, have you got anything else you'd like to bring up? Uh, no, no, that that was it. I, I mean, as I was saying on the episode we just recorded, which hasn't gone out yet, I was watching a lot of holiday-themed horror movies because I'm on the second episode of Cinema du Meep's podcast, which was dedicated to not just crutches, 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 Christmas movies, but any kind of holiday-themed movies. So, like a sneak preview is that there's Jaws is in there because it's a sorry. No, what it's a Skype remix. You, got, you said, nat- oh, you said, you said snatches about 45 times. I was watching films like Jaws, which is a July the 4th movie, and My Bloody Valentine. You know, I won't say any more, so it'll spoil the amazing surprises we have in store. Okay. And did you have Skype issues and I was, I was watching. Did you have Skype we issues on that? We did. Oh, well, that's funny, isn't it? Isn't it funny? 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 Yes, isn't it funny that it seems to be Eric seems to be the common. It's nothing to do with me. Let's let's kick Eric off this show and see how it goes. Well, it might be a bit difficult because he's given the quiz. I'll I'll give the quiz. Well, he's telling me the answer. You're. Your yours your voice should sound perfect, uh, Justin. If it was if it was a fault at my end, it wouldn't affect your your Mrs. Uh, your end. I can do an Irish so accent. I think well. Why me? I don't know. Why me? 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 This is I mean, actually, Australian. This is quite spectacular Blimey. because it's um. Blimey. Blimey. It's, it's yeah, repeating about right. ten times every word or syllable. It repeats ten mm-hmm. times, whereas last time it was about three. Or Maybe four you should times. disconnect and then phone us back again. See what that does. I think we're we're going to try. Yes. So if you if you just kind of hold on for a second, we will be back. Hopefully, with a better line after this brief interruption. Okay, <clears throat> okay. well we're back. Um, hopefully, the Skype demons have um, deserted us. So. Let's, uh, let's hope up, 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 so. Oh, no, did Eric. you hear that? I did. That's funny, isn't it? Uncanny. Oh. But, Eric, yeah. do you have anything else to tell us about what you've been watching? Uh, 
Uh, I watched uh, Anal Paprika Seven. Oh, it wasn't. It was. It was a bit disappointing after the the triumph of Part Six. I bet. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were good in it, though. I'd say, Justin. Sorry. You were really good in it. I thought. Well, I d- It's yeah. you know, I I didn't have the best time on it. It left a bit of a nasty mm. taste in my mouth, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, so. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, in other words, I haven't seen anything else. Sorry. Okay, right. Well, I'll just, I'll just rattle through a couple of things. I, I do have the flu, so I'm slightly delirious, which is obviously why the Skype thing is really helping. But, um, but um, I watched um, a British, low-budget British zombie movie called Before Dawn yesterday, which is on the Horror Channel. Um, and it was, it was quite good. It's nothing, nothing incredibly special, but it's, um, it's about a couple who are kind of on the verge of breaking up, go go out to an isolated rural cottage and argue for the first half of the movie. And then um, she goes out for a jog and then gets attacked by a zombie. And then it's kind of pretty much as you imagine, although there's a couple of twists and turns and it's quite nicely shot, uh, but it's done on a very low budget. It looks looks quite nice, but it's it, there's no kind of big zombie scenes as in like you, you don't really get to see what's going on around the country or anything like that. It's all very much... Uh, situated around the farmhouse um but uh that was that was from last year i think it just premiered on the horror channel have you seen that eric i haven't no it's no we don't somebody, we don't get the horror from, channel on her oh you don't sorry you don't okay because i think it's got somebody i think he's from emmerdale and of course there was that guy from emmerdale which is a soap about uh a small farming town which is incredibly unexciting um, but he was in um, Slaughter High, not the same one. Yes. But so there is a mm. horror heritage with that soap opera. Um, the speak, other thing, yeah. so the other thing I, I watched, I watched a few other bits. I'll just say mention. I started watching the following, which is a Kevin Williamson um, serial that was from last year or beginning of this year, with Kevin Bacon um, playing a retired FBI agent who's called out of, um, in very much kind of very cliched kind of way, called out of um, re- retirement after uh, an old case reopens. Um, and essentially it's about a cult of serial killers. Uh, and so there's lots of slasher movie kind of stuff in it, uh, but within the confines <coughs> of um, American TV and so much all of the psychos um, are modelesque. You know, they all look like they stepped out of Ford models, which is unsurprising for American TV, I kind of guess. But it's actually really good fun. I've, I'm about halfway through the series now, um, and it's really, really stupid, but it's actually quite entertaining. Have, did any of you watch that when it was on? I watched no. uh, like the I watched the first few episodes, but I could not get into it. It's just mm. it's so it was very watered down and just very. I just thought you know a lot of the characters were dumb. I just couldn't get into it. Mm. I, t- I kind of I'm just, it's it's kind of picked up speed a little bit through the mid season. It seems to be quite um, I, it's very silly. It's just like action all the way. It's almost like a slasher version of Twenty Four in some ways. Yeah, that's just, that's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah, and it's um it's also because it's got this big cult of serial killers who are all following this one um, <clears throat> um you know one big kind of cult leader. Uh, and it's I don't know if you remember that film from the seventies, Race with the Devil, when they're going through Texas, yes. Peter Fonda, mm-hmm. yes. and it turns like yeah. the whole of Texas are devil worshippers, um, which is probably true. I don't know, but um, it's kind of <laughs> that when they're going through, and every they remember that scene where they go to the motel um, pool, and they're they're looking around, they're getting really paranoid because everyone's looking at them, including toddlers and things, and they it just seems like everyone's a devil worshipper. So in the following, it's just like 
every 20 minutes or so a random character like a police officer or or an ambulance driver will turn will suddenly turn around and be a cult you know a cult member and shoot somebody um out of left field so it's kind of very silly but it's um it's quite watchable so but uh but yes i've seen a few other things but um those are kind of the two kind of most genre related bits and pieces i did pick up the conjuring on blu-ray uh day before yesterday so i might watch that tonight but uh but yes, I think it is probably time um, for another quiz. What do you reckon, Eric? Oh, yes. Quiz well, time. Quiz. Eric, so I've done a special little quiz in- entry. Intro, even. Here we go. So, Eric. I like it, yes. Thank you. Okay, this is a a very special... Sorry? Sorry, no, carry on. I was just going to say, this is a very special Friday the 13th themed quiz. Yes. Okay. Um, So there are a couple of audio rounds in there, uh, but we start off with just regular me asking question rounds. See how well prepared I am? Um, Okay, who's going to go first? Justin, do you want... Do you want door number dead fuck, door number Super Bowl of self-abuse, or do you want door number shut my mouth? I want shut your mouth. Okay. For a number of reasons. True or false? (laughs) True or false? Hide and Shriek and Hide and Go Shriek are different movies. (laughs) Hmm, that's a trick question, isn't it? Hmm, it is a trick question. Because apparently it's true. (laughs) In, In Justin land, it's true. Whereas if you do some research, you'll find it's actually false. Um, no, the true question for you, Justin, this is a taglines round. So I want you to give me the tagline mm. for the release of Jason X. Um, gosh, well, it's something like um, evil has found a new home or something. Oh, no, that's something that might be Jason goes to hell. Is it? Um, um, I oh I can see it, but I can't. No, I'd say Evil's found a new home, but I don't think it is. Oh, I'm afraid not. Uh, Nathan, do you know the tagline for Jason um, X? Is it Evil gets an upgrade? Mm. It is Evil gets yes. an upgrade. That's I knew it was one evil point something. for Nathan. Mm. Well done. Well I done, love Nathan. Jason X. I think it's fun. <laughs> okay, Nathan, it's your turn. Do you want door number dead fuck or door number Super Bowl of self abuse? Um, I guess Super Bowl of self abuse. Okay, give me the tagline, please, for Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. Um, hang on a second. <gasps> part 7, The shelf. New Blood. <laughs> that sounds like somebody Googling. Yeah, or looking at a shelf. Yes. Are you looking at a shelf? No, um, but you might be. No, it's like, I don't know, Carrie versus Jason. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Joseph? <laughs> Is it... Uh, Jason has finally met his match, or has he? No. Uh, Justin, do you know? Um, mm, oh, some t- something. Uh, uh, Jason's back, but this time somebody's there to meet him, or something. <laughs> is it kind of? Like I'm going to give you half. Yeah, I'm going to give you half a point for that because it is Jason's back, but this time someone is waiting. Yes, oh, that was pretty close, okay. wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, well, that's kind okay, of a lie. Joe- what? What? 
Well, I mean, Tina's not exactly waiting for him. (laughs) (laughs) True. It's very magnanimous of you, Eric. And have you noticed the Skype has has cleared itself so far? So, fingers crossed. Let's hope so. Okay, Joseph, you're left with door number dead fuck. So, uh, you're... You have to supply me with the tagline for Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. Now, there's actually two, there was two different posters for this with two different taglines, so I'll accept either. Mm. Okay. Uh... Jeez. <gasps> you, you'd think I'd know I'm this. just kidding. Uh... <laughs> Jason Lives. Uh... Is it, he's back? One of them? I'm afraid not. No. Mm-hmm. Justin? Mm, uh, oh, gosh. Um, is it Evil has found a new home? No, afraid not. You're not going to let that one drop, are you? I'm not. Um, Nathan, do you know? It's by machete, by axe, by pitchfork, by bye. It's right. Well done. You get 10 points for that. Oh, no, I'm afraid. It's, awesome. It, there was two of them. Nothing This Evil Ever Dies was one of them. Yeah. And Kill or Be Killed was the other one. Okay. Well, so at the end, at the end of round one, why Nathan's you've done in the lead with two? one. Sorry? Why couldn't you have done part two? I know. Yeah, yeah. Eric. God, oh, somebody's turned into Inga. Oh, look at Justin. He's turned into Inga. Oh, where's his or dignity? Even blah, blah, blah. Part one. Yeah. Or part three. Oh, shut your traps. Okay. Yeah. Nathan's in the lead with one, Justin's second with 0.5, and uh, Joseph <laughs> is last with zero. Okay. okay, this next round is audio clips round. Are you ready there, Justin? I am, um, yes. Okay, who's going first this time? It's Nathan. A, B, or C, <clears throat> Nathan? B. Okay. okay, this is the Ooh la la, sacre bleu, où est la baguette, maman, round. Uh, basically, I'm going to play you a piece of dialogue from the French language version of one of the Friday the 13th films. You get one point for naming the right film and one point if you can name the character speaking. So, which okay. which one did you say again, Nathan? I said B. B. <clears throat> B, please, there. Justin? Oh, mon enfant. Si doux, innocent. Mon fils unique. Okay, Nathan? Um, I think it's from part one. And who is speaking? Uh, Mrs. Voorhees. Okay, well, let's see if you're right. Can can you... (laughs) Veronica, can you play the answer to uh, question B there, please? Oh, my sweet, innocent Jason. My only child. Jason. Congratulations, Nathan, you got it right. Jackie. Okay, Joseph, do you want A or C? I'll go with C. <clears throat> okay, C there, please. Justin? Ça va être la fête! <laughs> C'est à vous de ça! <laughs> J'ignore en fait s'il m'aime, mais je crois que oui. Mignonne, t'es sexy ce soir. <laughs> okay, Joseph? That would be Lana from Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. Let's see if you're correct. Can you play the answer there to Part 2, Number C, Letter C? Eric. I'm going to party. (laughs) It's showtime! (laughs) I don't know if he loves me, but I think he does. 
Girl, you are so hot. <laughs> well done, Joseph. Well you got done. it completely Sacre right. Bleu. My high school friend <laughs> is hanging in there. Yes. Okay, Justin, you're left with A there if you want to play yourself okay. the question. Merde! Oh, ouais. Oh. Attends. Encore, oh. t'étais quand même pas venu? Bah, écoute, c'était la fin du morceau, non? Super, ah, bravo! Oh. Oh, dear. Okay. That's a hard I one. I know isn't this it? one. Do you? Okay. Yeah, there's two. There's actually two characters in that, so you can name either, mm. and name the part the the um, part it's from. Well, it's going to be a complete guess because I don't know. Is it part five? Oh, I'm afraid not. Well, I won't get the character right then. Okay. No, Nathan. Can you replay the clip, Nathan? please? <gasps> can you replay the clip? Well, I don't know, Eric. Can I replay the clip? Yes, yes, be? you can. Yeah. Okay. Merde! Oh, ouais. Oh. Attends. Encore, oh. t'étais quand même pas venu? Bah, écoute, c'était la fin du morceau, non? Super, ah, bravo! Oh. oh okay, wow. Nathan? I don't know if I know this one. Um, I'll just take a wild guess and say part six. And character? Um, I'll say, um,. Nikki and Court. You're right. You, yeah. Play the oh. answer there, Justin. Oh crap! Ah, oh, yeah. Where's the <clears throat> Court, you didn't already. Oh, wasn't that the end of the song? Great. <laughs> Great. Well, I, the only okay. thing I could think of is it sounded like sex, and so the girl was disappointed. So, and she does <laughs> say Court if you of. listen. If, if you listen closely oh, to the clip, the. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, at the end, at the end of the ooh la la round, um, just uh, Nathan's in the lead with three, Joseph is second with one, and Justin is last with zero point five. Thank you, Eric. Oh, dear. Okay, this is a um, round that uh, you may you may be hearing again in a future quiz coming up on the history continues. This is the how did they die round. Yay. Okay. So who's going first? <laughs> Joseph. I think it's Joseph. Do you want door no- yeah, Joseph, do you want door number Strip Monopoly, door number Zaxxon, or door number the one with the puck? I'll go with the one with the puck, please. Okay, Susie in Jason Takes Manhattan, how does she die? Courtesy of the Banshees, probably. <gasps> uh, she is killed with... Oh God! I'm just guessing because I I don't really like that entry. But is she the one that's killed with her guitar? I'm afraid not, Justin. No. Susie in in just in Jason Takes Manhattan. I was going to say she might have been the one killed with a guitar. Does she get um, uh, killed in the shower <clears throat> with um, with a uh, sort of shower, with glass stabbed in the back? No, afraid not, Nathan. Is she the one that it's the disco area and he like grabs her by the throat and lifts her up in the air? I'm afraid not. No, and she's like- uh, she's one of the ones at the start. She's killed with a harpoon on the the yacht. She's uh, uh, the one high hiding in the in the hatch in the, in the thingy. <sighs> That's not very complimentary to my exciting quiz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Justin, early for us, want- though. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Justin, do you want door number Strip Monopoly or door number Zaxxon? Uh, Strip Monopoly, please. Okay, Jeff in Friday the 13th, part two. How does he die? Jeff. 
Um, does he get? I thought Jeff was the one who gets speared in the bed with Marta Coba. Am I wrong on that? Well, what is your final answer? Yes, no, it is that. That's her, that's my final answer. That is correct. You are right. He does get speared as part of the double impalement. Yeah. Okay, there Nathan, you go, you're left with. Oh, thank you. You're left with door number Zaxxon. Janessa uh, and Jason X. Janessa. Oh. Yeah. Uh, wow, I don't... That character name doesn't sound familiar. I'm going to just guess that she gets stabbed. <laughs> I'm afraid not, no. Joseph, oh, I love Jason X. It's a lot of fun. I, I know it you love Jason fun. X. You don't even remember how she died. Well, I don't remember it that well, but I still like it. Okay. Um, am I guessing here? Yes. Yeah. I am not going to get this one. Um, is she yes, the one bitch. who? Is she the one who? I don't know if it's a guy or t- she gets her head crystallized, like frozen, then smashed on the bo- on the table. I'm afraid not. Justin, yeah, do you know, know how Janessa dies? That's a good guess, though. Does she get mm-hmm. sucked out of the airlock or through a? She does get. She does get sucked off. Uh, out, sucked out of the airlock. Yes. <laughs> well done. Really? Thank you. Well done, Justin. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Well, at the end of the how did they die round, we have uh, Nathan in front with three. Justin bringing up the rear. Well, not bringing up the rear. Bringing up the middle with two, and Joseph bringing up the rear with one. So now we're on to more audio rounds. Uh, this is Who's That Scream? So who's going oh, first? Who's That Scream? Just, yeah. <laughs> Justin, do you want um, Scream A, Scream B, or Scream C? I'm Basically, you have to do... A, please. Okay, so, so if you play Scream A, just name what... Um, they're kind of tricky, so just see if you can name what episode they're from. Okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds like part two to me oh I'm afraid not Nathan you're next uh part three it is part three well done a point for Nathan that was Edna who is the lucky lucky wife of uh the character who does the who I can't remember his name shut up up. (laughs) okay Uh, Nathan do you want B or C I'll take C okay C please there Justin (laughs) Okay. Um, What's that from? Okay, then I'll guess seven. Afraid not. Joseph? Uh, that would be part four. That is part four. Well done. That you know, the only reason the... I knew that because I remember Jason grunting like that in part four. So mm. That's uh, where he stabs uh, the chick eating the banana. Yeah, uh, the, the, okay. the fat ass. <gasps> I was also hey. going to say that. That's a horrible thing to say. Hey, honey, Just got a, a sister? Hong Kong. Rough, rough. Oh yeah, rough, rough. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, Justin, you're left with Scream B. I thought it could be. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Joseph. Joseph is Scream. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. We see how difficult it is because I always get told off when I'm trying to do them, and you're always kind of see see how difficult. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I hope Santa now. brings you some dignity for Christmas. No, he's clean out when he when he tried to live to your house. But um, here's <laughs> B. <laughs> You okay. have to play that again because people were laughing. <laughs> it's the shortest scream in history. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think I know this. I'm going to guess part two. 
You are correct. It's Ginny okay. in part two. They all sound like Ginny. Okay. Very impressed with your <laughs> scream knowledge there, Joseph. Mm. Yes. Mm. Funny, isn't okay, it? So at the end of the scream, to know sorry. about women screaming, isn't it? That's a bit worrying. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. Yes, better we'll gloss over that. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> okay, at the end of that round, um, Nathan's in the lead with four, Joseph's second place with three, Justin... Uh, is on bottom, as always, with two. <sighs> okay, on to round five we go. Flu. Haven't I seen you somewhere before? Mm. This as is uh, Nathan. Nathan, yeah. would you like door number... Would you like door number... Like door number... Ch -ch -ch, door number... Ah, 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 or door number... JJ Um, I'm going to take the ha-ha-ha. Okay. Barbara Howard, who plays Sarah, made an appearance in a late entry in which long-running horror franchise... She plays Sarah uh, in Friday the 13th franchise. Final Chapter. Yeah. Um, it's the, I mean, and, and it's aside from Friday the 13th, I imagine, right? Yes, yes, sorry, yeah. Long-running horror franchise. I don't know. Um, yes. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Elm Street. Oh, I'm afraid not. Joseph, do you know? Long-running, let's see. What's long-running? I wonder if it was... After Friday the 13th, part four. Um, would it be the Psycho series? Afraid not. Justin, any ideas? Uh, oh, no, I did. The thing is, it's, it's really annoying is I saw this because I looked, I was, when I was doing some research for the film, and I did actually click on, click on, and I saw the film, and that's gone completely out of my mind. It was, um, Oh God! What was she in? Because she was like she was in something, and I know the role she played. It was housewife, but I can't remember the name of it. Um, <laughs> so, um, poor girl. She didn't really go on to no big things. There. I think it was that. Mm. Anyway, um, I'm gonna have to say Child's Play. Oh, I'm afraid not. No, it is a, a tricky one. I'll give you that. She was in one of the Amityville sequels. She was in Amityville: A New Generation in 1993, which was the seventh Amityville okay. film. Right, that's right. probably where she played the housewife. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, uh, who was whose question was that again? That was Nathan's, was it? That was mine. Yeah, Joseph, do you want door number ch -ch -ch or door number JJ? Send, 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 send. I'll go with cha 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 Jackie. Okay, Jackie. Lisa Freeman, who plays Nurse Morgan in the final chapter, she appeared in which blockbuster nineteen eighties movie franchise? Blockbuster 1980s franchise. Uh, what was the franchise in the uh, Beverly Hills Cop? No, good guess, but no. Justin? Mm. Lethal Weapon? No, another good guess. Nathan? You didn't specify say good guess, it was horror or not, would you? Did you? No, I didn't, no. Just that it was Blockbuster. Okay, and it's a Blockbuster hit from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, franchise. Franchise. Okay, franchise. Franchise in the eighties. Franchise in the eighties. Um I was gonna say Lethal Weapon too. Um, too. um I don't know. Um God, what was a big movie in the eighties? I don't know. Crispin Glover was in Back to the Future, but that's all I'm that's all I know. Back to the Future. You are correct. Are well you done. kidding me? Well, <laughs> who is she in Back to the Future? Yeah, who was she? She's in Back to the Future. 
Let me have a look here on IMDb. She was in Back to the Future. I've seen that movie a billion times, and I don't remember her in that movie. She's probably one of Lorraine's friends. Back to oh, okay, okay. I'll I'll, all fair. I'll tell you because it just keeps predicting. I want to look up Lisa France for some reason. Oh, hang on. Here we are. Back to the Future. Do 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 do. Talk amongst yourselves. There. Blah 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 blah. Uh, She plays Babs. Whoever Babs is, Babs. part one and two. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that That's was totally a shot in the dark. Yeah. Okay. Okay, anyway, Justin is left with door number ch-ch-ch. So, uh, Justin, another 80s franchise-related question. Bruce Mahler, who plays Axel in the final chapter, made yeah. several appearances oh, in another God. very popular 80s franchise. Can you name it? Um, not off the top of my head, but I'm just trying to think. Um, <laughs> I know this one. Beverly Hills Cop. No, afraid not. Uh, Nathan, next to guess. Lethal Weapon. No, and I think Joseph knows. Oh, I can't believe you didn't know this. He played Fackler in the Police Academy movies. Uh, well done. He's oh, in. He's I in didn't Police know Academy that. One, two, he's in Police yeah. Academy one, two, and three. Then oddly, he skipped four and five, and he came back for six. Oh, I love, I love, I love, I love the first Police Academy. <laughs> I love Fackler. <laughs> Mm. I can't believe Have you that. Seen the theme song? Yeah, I, I had no idea. Okay. There we go. Something tells me Justin's not a fan of Police Academy. No, not really. <gasps> I like okay, one three. Those are the ones I like. At the end of that round, Nathan's on five, Joseph on four, Justin on two. <gasps> I do have the flu. Okay, Oscar-winning dialogue is our next round. It's our second last round. So, who goes first this time? Uh, oh, Eric, can we remember? don't you know? It's Doesn't Justin go first up, this time? Buddy Sorry? I think Justin goes first this time. Okay, Justin, do you want A, B, or C? Um, I'll go for C this time. Is this another okay, sound? So- it, audio clip, yeah, round audio six, clip. question okay. C, please. Okay. How come you never scream when we have sex? Right. Who's that, and, and, and from what episode? Okay, how come you never scream when we have sex? It was somebody who was screaming... Uh, I'm trying to think. It's, it's obviously from uh, they're listening to other people having sex. And then saying, why don't you scream when we'd have sex? And I can, I don't know. So I was going to take a guess and say, um, part seven? Mm, afraid not. No. Nathan? Three. Yes. Do you That's know who the character right, yeah. is? Andy? No, I'm afraid not. Joseph, do you oh, know who, for the point who the, who the character is? He said that. I'm part three. Um, yeah. so it's not down. So, yeah. I can't remember anyone who else would say that. I know Andy would not say that, and it's a it's a, a, a the the stoner guy of Chili or Chip Chipper or whatever his name is, Chuck and Chili. Chuck is correct, yes. Yeah. Got your point for that. Okay, the Oscar-winning dialogue round continues now with Nathan. Do you want A or B, Nathan? Um, B. B, please, Justin. 
Is that a muscular bod or what? Is that a muscular bod or what? Oh, okay. Because I can't understand what she said. Um, mm. Is that a muscular bod or what? I'm going to say seven. Oh, sorry. You're wrong. Joseph? Yeah. Joseph, you're only a point mm. behind Nathan at the moment. <clears throat> Is that a muscular bod or what? Uh, let's see. Not that one, not that one, not that one. I'm going to say part eight. You are correct with part eight. Do you know who the character is saying it? Uh, I know who is saying it. I just don't remember their name. Is it um, uh, Backler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it? Is there? It's not Rennie, Is it? No, afraid not. Justin, do you know the character's name? No, I don't. Okay, it was Tamara. Did I still get a point? You did get a point, yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, Joseph, you get the last one then, which is A, please. So he goes, let me see your ID. So I go, well, I left it at home. And he goes, you have to go and get it. So I go, okay, and I go. Well, God, that was a long one. Of course he's going to know that. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I know this one. Yeah, you do. It's from Friday, Friday the 13th, part 7. Yes, and, he, and I the always get name? the names mixed. I always get the names mixed up between these two girls that hang out. It's uh oh god, I'm going to get this wrong. Is is her name? Let's see, Maddie's the short, the short one. I'm just going to guess here. Is it Elizabeth? No, I'm afraid not. I get, Do you know the character? I never name, remember her name. Justin? Um, no, I don't. I'm afraid. Nathan will know her okay. name. Nathan. So. Nathan? Yeah, it's Robin, isn't it? Robin! It is. Well done. Elizabeth is the actress's name, I think. Elizabeth Okay, Catan. well, at the end of... Yes. Uh, we're going into the final round now, and it's tied at the top between Nathan and Joseph, who have seven each, and Justin has two, oh. which I mean... I don't think that means you can win, Justin, I'm afraid. I can if I get a big one. Yes. <laughs> if, you, if you throw a wild okay. card in... If you make it Sorry? so, uh, whoever gets the next one right gets ten extra points as a bonus for Christmas. Yeah. Come on, Sam, you put on your sad face again. Just because yeah. it's Christmas. <laughs> okay, I this is first, the uh, uh, Nathan goes first. Okay, this is the spin-offs round. So, Nathan, do you want door number? I don't know how you do it. Do you want door number? I don't know how you don't. Or do you want door number? You do it with everyone. Um, I don't know how you don't. Okay. John D. This is kind of a tricky one. John D. LeMay, one of the stars of the Friday the 13th TV series, appeared briefly in which low budget 1989 slasher movie? Uh, 1989. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Um, I'll just guess um, Puppet Master. Afraid not. Now, do you know, Joseph? Is Puppet Master a slasher film? Yeah, well, that's not the right answer. Well, sort of. They, they kill with like drills and knobs. Justin did a commentary track on the UK release. I did. Yeah. That you knew I was wrong and you didn't tell me, Justin. How dare you, <laughs> Joseph? Do you know the answer? Uh, John D. LeMay. He was in the TV show, right? Yeah. That's not what I'm asking. He's in a in a 1989 slasher film. Yeah. A low budget. Okay, one. Um, I don't know anyone from 
I'm going just to take a guess. What's from 1989? It's not cutting class because I've seen that movie a million times. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow, that's a funny noise. <laughs> I don't know. Freeway Maniac. It is Freeway Maniac. Oh, you're How on earth did me. you get that? Yes, no, it how is. on earth did you get that, line. Joseph? I'm not. Was there Google involved in that? No, I'm laying on my bed. I'm laying on my bed and my yeah. laptop is in the floor. So I just, I swear I took a guess. Okay. Um, Joseph, it's your turn. Do you want door number, I don't know how you do it, or door number, you do it with everyone? I'll take it. You do it with everyone. Okay, in 2005, a series of Jason X spin-off novels were launched. The first simply being called Jason X, but can you name any of the other four? I don't, under, I don't understand the question. What's... There, are four, there are five Jason X uh, novels. Novels? The first one was okay. just called... Yeah, there was, there, the first one was just called Jason X. Can you name any of the other four? Do I have to name all four, or can I just name one? No, just name one, yeah. Oh, I don't even know. Uh, Jason X Part 2. No, I'm afraid not. Justin, would you know any of them? Uh, is it Jason X Evil Has Found a New Home? <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> I'd love to give you one for that. Thank you. <laughs> but I can't. Yeah. Uh, Nathan? One of them's called Death Moon. Isn't it? One of them is called Death Moon. You are correct. You are now tied Yay. at the top with Ooh. Joseph again. We're just neck and neck, yeah. aren't we? We are. Um, Justin, you're left with door number. I don't know how you do it. You do it. You do it. Uh, the Friday the 13th computer game released for the Commodore 64, ZX mm. Spectrum and Amstrad in 1985, used which iconic poster image for its sleeve art? The um, it was the image from part four of the hockey mask with the knife through the eye. It was indeed. And it was indeed. Well done. For that. Now we have reached the end of the quiz, and there's a tie at the top between Nathan and Joseph for eight. Now I haven't prepared a tiebreaker question. I'm afraid, unless just Justin, you can think. You can think. You can think of one. Or will we just give them? Let them both be victorious. You sent me tiebreak question A. Oh, did I? Yes. All right. What is tiebreak question A, I wonder? Play it and let's see what it is. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's see. that This might... Uh, okay. Um, who are you going to give it to first? Well, shall I just play it, see what it is? Play it, yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm. Oh. Mm. Part five in the beginning. That was going to be the question, but you didn't give Nathan a chance. Yeah, because you, you can't yell it out while they're playing, playing, playing the clip. And that's not say, fair. You just said go for it, so I went for it. Well, I said, yeah, just play. The clip is played. I think Joseph should be disqualified, and Nathan is the winner. Yes. <gasps> My God, what a controversy! I know. What a shocker! It could be our first, it could be our first disqualification. <gasps> yeah. Oh, Joseph, I, I feel I feel you've been very badly handled. Well, he didn't say. <laughs> he just said, just go for it. So. Oh, well. I said to Justin, just play it, and I'll see what I'll do after... Because I couldn't remember what the clip was. It was named... That's, 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 I was going to do a sex scene round, but then I never got around to finishing it. All right, I'll, 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 I'll quietly bow out and let Nathan win. Okay, as well you should. Well, perhaps it's I Christmas. should win. I should win. I'd, I'd be quite happy to win if it's not going to cause... Okay, I'll Justin. I'll, okay. Justin. All right, let's let Justin win since, you know, there was controversy. And I have the flu. Yeah. 
So and it's the flu, and it's yeah. Christmas, and it's Christmas. And Justin yes. rarely ever wins one of these. <gasps> so, despite being a professional, as I keep saying, <laughs> we're just the well, amateurs. Maybe I'll maybe I'll win the Christmas episode. Maybe you will. The Christmas maybe you won't. Episode. We know <laughs> who won it. Mm. But um, but anyway, okay, right. Well, thank you, Eric, for your fiendish quiz. Um, and, Controversial um, quiz. And it's nice it's for me gift, to win. Justin is the yeah, that's that's very sweet of you. Also, thank you. So, um, I think it's time <clears throat> now to get onto the main attraction, isn't it? It is indeed. Okay. Well, here is the trailer for 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 for. for Oh, here we go. Sorry, we've got a few more Skype issues, but Friday the 13th, <laughs> part four, the final oh, no. chapter. screaming for Friday the 13th the final chapter Jason is back he moves like a shadow dark and silent Sorry to change your mind. he never utters a word he doesn't even seem to breathe he's simply Mindlessly, <laughs> mercilessly, <laughs> kills. But now, Jason's reign of terror is over. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Friday, April 13th, is Jason's unlucky day. After the Crystal Lake massacres, Jason is pronounced dead and taken to the hospital morgue, where he is mysteriously revived, allowing his diabolical killing spree to continue at the camp where the gruesome slaughtering began. But this time, in addition to terrified teenagers, he meets a young boy named Tommy Jarvis, who has a special talent for horror masks and makeup, leading up to a horrifying bloody battle that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Has the diabolical Jason finally met his match? And uh, that's the blurb actually from the uh, re- most recent uh, deluxe edition release of the final chapter. I do have the original VHS from back in the day, but uh, I have no idea where it has disappeared to. But it is one of my prized possessions. Because um, the video sleeve for this one was something that really um, triggered my imagination. I, I remember seeing the sleeve long before I had any idea what Friday the 13th was about. Um, and I was just floored by the images of both the front with the mask and the knife going through it. And also on the on the back of the sleeve, you had an image of Tommy Jarvis with his alien mask on playing Zaxxon. And I just remember thinking, what kind of film is this where you can shoehorn in an alien who comes down to Earth and starts playing on his Commodore 64? It, it was just, it, I just couldn't, you know, all sorts of weird scenarios were going through my mind. It didn't look like it was going to be a sort of a man in a mask 
killing teenagers movie at all from what I was looking at. But uh, the film didn't disappoint when I finally got around to seeing it. Uh, it's kind of a step back from the cheesiness of part three, while still retaining our sort of tried and trusted airhead characters who do silly things in the middle of the night. And uh, But the kill, the kill scenes in this one seem to be far more vicious than in any of the previous entries. Um, you know, the the MPAA ensured that the each kill scene is kind of short and to the point, and that makes the impact of them quite powerful, I thought. Um, no, none more so than when Crispin Glover gets not just a corkscrew to the hand, but a meat cleaver to the face in quite a shocking scene, uh, and then he's nailed up crucifixion style. Uh, but for sheer ouch factor, nothing can beat getting a, um, a spear gun into the groin. Not that I've ever had it happen to me, but I can only imagine how horribly painful it would be. I'd be all like, ouch, that hurts. Um, you know, it has the usual bunch of cliched characters. You have the Joker, the Doofus, the Jock, the Shy Girl, the Sassy Girl. But they're all given slightly more to do. They're slightly more rounded than in previous entries. I mean, they're still it's still not exactly a, a Oscar-worthy character study or anything. But uh, uh, I love, you know, the fact that there's the character of... Um, Sam, who her best friend tells her, oh, I'm envious of you because you do it with everyone. I mean, I'd slap somebody if they said that to me, no matter how true it is. But, um, uh, th- and then the character of Sam, who is absolutely gagging for Winkle action. I mean, she's acting all the time as if she's this real prudish uh, librarian type. But God, she, all, every conversation she has is like, oh, how do I get my hunky man into bed? Uh, what a trollop. Um, and I love Crispin Glover's dancing, another standout. Uh, he, I don't know if anyone else made this comparison in their head, but he reminded me of Grover from Sesame Street when he's dancing and his limbs are just flailing around as if they have no bones in them. No? Did anyone else make a Grover connection with Crispin Glover's dance? I don't know what Grover, which uh, one's Grover. I think it was just you, Eric. Yeah. Okay, you. Grover, is a, he's a blue furry monster I'd like with really skinny monster. arms. Yeah, I don't know. When he's, he when, he, when he's gesturing with his arms, they move in kind of a Crispin Glover dance way. Okay. Yeah. Crispin, Crispin Grover? Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. I didn't even make that connection. Well done. Oh, Eric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And of course, we have 80s icon in there as well, Corey Feldman, who I'm a big, I'm a big fan of both Corys. I have a lot of love in my heart for both Corys. Um, and he sports this fantastic pudding ball fringe that he had in Gremlins. Uh, and he, he lost it then when he moved on to Goonies and, and uh, Stand By Me. But I've never quite understood the rationale of the character of Tommy for shaving his head um, and pretending to be Jason. It, remi- it made me think, like, if Justin, if you were a serial killer, mm. using that rationale, I'd have to put on a Robert Smith wig to distract you from your killing spree. And I just don't think that would work. Would it? It probably would, because it would look so ridiculous. <laughs> um, I'd probably, Thanks. I'd probably drop my knife. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Going what? What the hell is if I that? Started, if I, yeah, if I started singing Charlotte sometimes or, or something like that, that might uh, put me off my stride. Yes. Yeah. But probably, um, yeah. But I think that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? No, but I think that was he was. Didn't he see? Wasn't there on the deleted scenes? There was more of him putting stuff on his eyes like trying to look like jason yeah. D- didn't you see the clippings yeah but yeah but but why well because he's he's what, like what, he's what trying what? to get into his psychology like jenny did and yeah mess with his mind guy yeah but he spends a lot of time doing it. all he, he could have just run down the stairs and gone hey jason look at me and waved his arms about that would have just distracted him as well and given trish time to knock his mask off no i well yes am i am, 
I don't mm. know. I think it was Jason. He was kind of went down and he, Jason looked at him and saw himself as a little boy and then was confused. And that gave him enough time to attack him or for Trish to attack him. Well, I think like... I can't if believe I was you're saying, having I, a hard time with this, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I would Let have just gone go. down and done some breakdancing or something because that would have distracted Jason as well. Yes. You could have danced yeah. to Love is a Lie. Yeah. But if, yeah, if Crispin Glover had come down and started doing his jerky dancing, that would have been... <laughs> <laughs> jerky dancing is a good idea for a movie starring Patrick Swayze. Turkey dancing? Great... Jerky dancing. That was jerky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, final chapter was... Um, for a long time was probably one of my favorites in the series uh it still is although it's on a par i think all four the first four i think are um are wonderful i think it's from part five onwards when they start introducing trying to introduce sort of newer no i don't i love part five and i love a lot of the other sequels but it's when they started tampering with the formula um and introducing ludicrous elements that the series began to do there is no tampering um, in part five part five is perfection <laughs> Well, there is a yeah. little bit, well, Joseph. You've got to admit, <laughs> they do kind no, of. Yeah, well, I admit nothing. Wait six months' time. I admit nothing. You'll have to wait till Friday the thirteenth of June, two thousand and fourteen, before you can tell us all about that. Mm. So, um, yeah. yeah. But what I love about Part Four is just it's more of the same, but done done part really, really well. Part Four. <laughs> I didn't say that. Part, you did say Part Four. Part four. <laughs> I didn't. You Why did. Me? I can't say anything without being bullied. <laughs> Oh. Sorry, oh. go ahead. Gosh. Sorry, don't mean to wind you up, Eric. Yeah. Um. Oh, groan. <laughs> anyway, Joseph, what do you think about this stupid film? Uh, oh, hold on. Okay, I'm better. Uh, I like part four a lot. I think it's a step up from part three. Um, I, I think one of the reasons why I like part four a lot is because uh, I'll actually give this over part five is I think part four has um, some of the more realistic characters in uh, the Friday the 13th series. I mean, these people feel like, you know, your typical, you know, m- early to mid eighties teenagers. And I-, I really liked all of them. Uh, you know, some of them are, you know, kind of underhanded. Some of them are just kind of zany and some of them are just kind of clueless. And I think that whole like m- mixture kind of works well. I love Crispin Glover in this film as a, uh, Fuck, his name is just slipping. Jimbo. Tell I'm tired. Jimbo. Jimbo, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love him as Jimbo, and I love uh, I love t- uh, Teddy with his uh, fake computer, always typing on his fake computer. Um, I do like the addition of of a kid of uh, facing Jason. I think that's kind of an, a neat little twist. And of course, you got the uh, Jason's uh, brain pan slide on the machete at the end, which is a very good uh, effect, I think. Um, I think one of the one of the main reasons that why I like Part Four a lot is because I have a bit of a history with it. It's it's one before I became such a like a like a different diff Part Five. It's one I used to watch over and over and over again, and I think it's I always have a lot of good memories with it. And um, of course, uh, I think Kimberly Beck is a is a decent uh, final girl. I think she makes a few too many uh, maybe mistakes where she just stands around doing nothing but you know kind of you know putting her hands over her mouth and trying to like curb her screaming when she should be running and but i do like the part where she just you know has enough and just runs and jumps out the window um 
course, I, you can't really talk about part four without having bringing up the he's killing me part, which is probably one of the dumbest moments in the series. I mean, yeah, we know he's killing you. Who would scream he's killing me? He's killing me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really do like part four. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it has some good twists on the formula. And like I said, I love all of the characters in the film. I think they're, you know, a likable bunch. It's like it's it's the April Fool's. April Fool's Day of uh, the Friday the 13th series as far as, like, you know, overall likability of the characters goes. So, yeah, big two thumbs up for me. Mm, yeah, good comparison there with April Fool's Day, actually, with the, with the characters in that. Although, I'm suspicious that you do like this one, seeing as there's megatons of boobage in there. Uh, I think there's, a, what, three or four girls get their tops off in the final chapter? So why would I, why would right? I dislike that? Yeah, that's all, no, I'm saying. Is that what swayed your opinion? I mean, you're trying to make it sound like, oh, I like the characters, and I like this, I like that. No, and no, no. I mean, know you like you like the boobies. I, I do like the boobies, but you know, you've seen you've seen one pair, you've seen them all, and if you've seen them in person, it's seeing them on screen is, makes no never mind for me. But that's not the reason why I like the the movie. I I just like all the characters, and I think it's a fun movie. And I like uh, no one thing. I do wish um, I, what I thought would have been interesting. Um, course they didn't go this route they just kind of went back to you know in the woods i thought it would have been interesting if jason would have killed a bunch of people in the hospital like at the beginning it would have been kind of neat mm. to see you know him kind of like michael myers but uh that's one you know that's one thing i really wish it would have done of course if it didn't we probably wouldn't have all the you know the fun characters unless they were all at the hospital for some reason but that's a minor you know squabble with the film but no i just i really like the characters and i think you know overall it's 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 quick it's you know it's a fun film so that's my tuppence. Nathan, do you like the boobies or do you like the film or do you like both? Uh, I like the film. Uh, I guess boobies are neither here nor there for me. So I guess, you know, like I'm not afraid of them. I don't run screaming from them. So, you know, that's a plus. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love, you know, final chapter. I think it's got probably some of my favorite death scenes in the series in it. Um you know, I I love when he pulls, you know, one of the twins out the window and she lands on the car and it breaks all the windows out of it. I thought that was a neat scene. Um, and I love the axe through the door. Of course, I'm a big axe fan anyway, so I love anything that has to do with axe. I'm in agreement with Joseph in that I do like part three, but I feel this was a step up from part three. Um, you know, I just felt overall I just had more fun with this one, I guess I should say. Um, you know, I love the Kimberly Beck as the final girl. I love the scene, you know, like Joseph said, where she jumps out the window. And I thought that was a, an awesome sequence, especially they did it in slow motion. Um, I also really like the scene where Jason like busts through the door. Cause as we know, Jason doesn't like to use the door handle. So he just like, you know, kind of like busts through each door. Um, so he busts through the door and throws the hammer at her and it hits the wall right next to her head. I've always loved that part too. Um, and I, I think it's interesting the route they took, you know, with a, you know, a kid, I guess, kind of facing Jason ultimately in the end. But I always prefer <clears throat> the final girls myself. I would rather see the final girls battle Jason. Um, that being said, you know, I think Corey Feldman does a really good job in this movie, you know, and I do love the, you know, Jason's demise, quote unquote. You know, I guess he technically does die in this movie. But, um, you know, I. I feel that, um, you know, part four is probably one of my favorite 80s slasher movies. So, you know, 
there's not really anything bad I could say about it. It's just an all around good time. So two thumbs up mm. from me. Yes. I do agree with the, um, uh, Corey Feldman's very good, but in general, I do not like having kids as main characters in slasher movies. Uh, and as yes. evidence, I give Halloween, Halloween four as one of the, you know, I wonder if they were influenced by the Corey Feldman character when they were devising, um, the character of, uh, Jamie. What's funny so is Corey that, is um, to blame. What's funny is, yeah, in part four you have Corey, and then in part four you have uh, uh, Danielle Harris. It's like mm. uh, it's like they're mirroring each other, but I think as far as like consistency, the Friday the Thirteenth series remained more entertaining than the Halloween series, in my opinion. Yes, oh, that, there's yes, no doubt. Hundred percent. No, I, I'm not going to argue and say that any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies are better than the first Halloween, but uh, you know, except maybe part one and part two. But you know, as far as you know, all through the whole series, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, you know, demolishes it in my opinion. Yeah. Yes. Halloween series to series. Yes. Mm. Halloween has crapper sequels. It's true. Justin, what do you think of the final chapter? What um, fart poor? Um, it was. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you're not going. I mean. You know, it's going to be two thumbs up for me as well. I mean, it's effortlessly entertaining. I mean, it's, to be honest, I've seen it so many times now. It's a bit like putting on an old pair of slippers. It's um, it kind of almost it's the epitome of kind of comfort horror in some kind of ways, which is strange because actually is quite a brutal film. And also, it's the one, it's the film that I think Joe Zito, who obviously did the Prowler before this, brings a kind of gothic kind of um, ness to the film, which you don't really get in any of the other films and although it's quite cheesy is that the whole thing of jason um you know crucifying crispin glover outside the house and actually taking time to almost do um sort of like a sort of home decorating but with bodies in some ways it's just that there's a darkness to it there um and actually i'm one of the few people i know joseph zito he sort of said that he thought the the death of in the basement of that character well they're killing me would be the, the you know the most powerful one and it came off as perhaps the silliest but i'm one of the few actually finds still finds that quite effective because he i know we're getting to background but i think joseph cito said it was based on a real murder where somebody was shouting that they're killing me and i think that that could be if it was done in a better way and i think joseph cito said it wasn't done particularly well i think it could be quite chilling um but uh, yeah i i like it i think it's the the characters um are all pretty entertaining and you know they're they're kind of they're not really they're not painted particularly deeply but even the annoying character you know played by you know Lawrence um, Monison he's kind of he's quite he's the annoying character isn't he but even he's got like a charm to him which doesn't make him annoying like the characters um, in say the the remake the recent remake uh, I yeah I really enjoyed it I mean I think it you know once it builds up a head of steam it starts off that great scenes in hospital and I think I agree it would have been really good to have had a few more you know stalking scenes in hospital because it's quite in some ways it's quite uh, you know it only takes place in a couple of rooms isn't it once they get in there it's in the mortuary and also in the cupboard or that area where the nurse is uh, but um, yeah I think it's I think it's great it's, it's interesting to watch the 80s how they progress you know actually through fashion and and certainly I think it is a step up from part three. I really love part three, but you know, parts, you know, the first part and parts one, I mean, it's obvious to say they're very much in the early eighties was um, part three, it was 82. And that was kind of, it, 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 you can see that transition, but by 
the final chapter, it it it, it looks a film of its time. And of course, it's got um, what's his name, uh, uh, who was in Hell Knight as well. I can't remember his name now. Um, Peter Barton. Peter Barton. Yes, and so seeing him in in both films, but they very much of their time, and uh, you know, Crispin Glover's dance scene and everything, and um, <clears throat> you know, having the, the sexy twins. Um, I did like. To, I, it, it was surprised when I saw them interviewed on the um, uh, the recent documentary, um, you know, massive documentary that came out. But they're they're English, aren't they? And I noticed yeah. this time I watched it. I she heard their accents slip, or one of their accents slip, and she, yeah, you can hear she, the yeah. slips a few times. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I didn't recognize that until I actually realized that they were actually actually English. But yeah, no, I thought it's great. It had its, it's still got that innocence to it of you know the skinny dipping scenes and like you know the fun dancing and all that kind of stuff. But then it goes into kind of like a much more gothic, slightly much darker uh, towards the end. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, it's two thumbs up from me. Mm. I just remember I've, I've met I've mm. met two people from this movie: Kimberly Beck and Peter Barton. Okay, yeah, and Peter Barton is a really good piano player, by the way. Is he? Okay. Yeah, he was play- when we went to Monster Mania. He was there was a piano in the hallway, and mm. he was out there playing, and he's really good. Just as an FYI. Yes, thank you. And, and you do it- know the connection well, it- from part two to part four, right? Yeah. Cheerleader camp. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Amy Steele. Yes. And Peter Barton because they were on a television show together. And she yes. was Powers him to do Star. part four, didn't she? Apparently. What? She's, she persuaded him to do part four, or suggested he did part four. I mean, whether uh, that's true or not, that's what I read recently. That, um, yeah. Yeah, they were in The Powers of Matthew Starr, which didn't mm. last but like one season, unfortunately. Mm. I wonder also, if they were going with like think... a, a, a double mint gum sort of thing with those twins. I always get that kind of... I, I, you probably won't know what I'm talking about, you and... Eric and Justin, but no. Nathan, you remember the double mint gum where they always yes. had twins? But wasn't that I wonder if in the nineties? Were... No, I thought that was in the eighties. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but anyway, what did we all think of um, Kimberly Beck's um, man's shirt and belt ensemble <laughs> and cowboy boots? Mm. <laughs> it was awesome fashion. What was nope. it meant to be fashion, or was it something she just threw on to last minute because she couldn't find anything else? Or was that the way people dressed in 1984? I can't remember. Now, I got a question for you, Eric. Yeah. Um, did you like her hair better after at the end when it has been more like, you know, watered down, down or during the beginning when it was huge? Oh, I like, I like huge hair, I have to say. Big 80s yeah. hair. Mm. Now, I have a Definitely. question for all of you. Mm. I think Friday the 13th Part 4 has some of the best dialogue. What is your favorite line of dialogue in this film? Oh, Eric, Eric, you go so, first. Okay, I'd have to say, Axel, you're the Super Bowl of self-abuse. Because it doesn't make any sense. But I like it. Hmm. Nathan? Um, uh, mine's not an actual line of dialogue, but I like the hitchhiker type sign. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Was it yeah, peace, say peace, love and- oh, peace, love in Canada? Then she turns around and says, fuck you. Turns yeah. around and says, fuck you. <laughs> What about you, Jack? She looks like she could be a vegan as well because she was munching into that banana. Although that size. Yeah, she looks like a vegan, yeah. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I like all the, the whole dead fuck thing because I, I do wonder if that was scripted or that was actually a, um, 
Do do you know if it was scripted or was it? Uh, I think uh, I think yeah, I think it was scripted, but right. not by. I think Barney Cohen, who's the scriptwriter, says on the special features that he didn't like that part. It was shoehorned in by somebody else, but it was scripted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Justin, did your opinion change on this film? Because in your review, which I read before I watched the film, hmm. uh, you said that you were actually glad when Teddy got killed because he was so annoying. So did you find him less annoying this time? Which which character? Uh, Teddy. Lawrence Monison's character. Lawrence oh. Monison. Well, well, I kind of warmed to him a bit more this time, but I think he was quite... I, he's still quite an annoying character, isn't he? I mean, if I was, if I was actually there... If I was actually there in the film, I would find him very annoying because the characters mm. in the film found him annoying, didn't they? You know, he. But I think he's own. got some kind of inner turmoil. Where I think he's he's kind of calling Crispin Glover a dead fuck because he knows he's one himself. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, maybe so. Well, there's my favorite now, line, by the way, is uh, it's oh. a very weird just the way Crispin Glover and Glover says it. Is he's like, "Nah, we have no suits." Yeah. <laughs> They're going oh, yes. skinny dipping. That was good. Yeah. Now, would you rather hang out? But it's very pert. I want to say nay. Very uh. pert. Well, I think it's it's good to see the fact that there was um, male and female nudity, although obviously a lot more female nudity. And then mm. part five took that to, to the, the next level, really, didn't it? <laughs> it certainly did. Yeah. And beyond. Yes. And beyond, mm. yeah. Yeah. Now, my question is, who would you rather hang out with? Uh, Teddy from part four or Shelly from part three? Shelly. Shelly, I think, yeah. I think t- probably Teddy, because he's got the grass, isn't he? Oh, yeah, uh, actually, I've changed my mind. Teddy, yeah. Well, I would never do that, Justin, so I wouldn't know. Would you not? You wouldn't inhale. <laughs> I'm lying. Well, there you go. So, so it's because when I wrote Justin quickly. to get the music, music, music for the Christmas quiz, Justin goes, "I'm very drunk at the moment, so you'll have to tell me tomorrow." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll tell you tomorrow." <laughs> Classic Justin. Yeah, well, I wasn't. I wasn't very drunk. I was just kind of. Yeah. It was about one in the morning here, wasn't it, or something? When you contacted me, or was it one in the afternoon? Well, it wasn't here. No, I know. I know. But I had been. Notice when Crispin Glover gets killed, he when he's when he's calling out for the corkscrew. He says that corkscrew. Have you seen that corkscrew for the wine bottle? Gives it an. Where answer. is Crispin Glover from? From from. I don't know. Where he's like f- Ted. You seen that corkscrew? That fancy corkscrew for the wine bottle? I don't know. <laughs> Connecticut or something like that. Is he? Is Crispin? Because he wasn't interviewed on the um on the the new documentary, was he? No, and I just wondered no. which ones of the you know the people who didn't weren't interviewed, you know whether or not it's because it was time, uh, or they just don't like talking about the film anymore. There seems to be very much like a breakdown of people who either really liked the films and were quite happy to, to talk about them, people who hated being being being, um, and then but uh, liked being in them, then decided they hated it. Now they like them again, like so John Shepard. Because didn't he become born again Christian? Didn't he? And he hated it for a long time. Yeah, no. And all those th- those kind of people. And then the people <laughs> where they talk about it being like a sub porno thing, they would just want to forget. But they um, did get him for the the documentary. Didn't they? they did, but I think he's got, he's come back to saying because I'm sure I read that he 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 dis- disowned it, didn't he? His um, I've yeah, I've read it. that as well. Yeah, for a while he had. Yeah, and also Kimberly hey, Beck hey, Justin, was very rude Justin, about it, wasn't she? 
Who was? Justin, you had a... Hello. I had a what? Justin, you had a massive, massive dropout just then. When you came back, you were like, and then you sound like the micro machine man from the, the commercial. <laughs> and I was wondering who you were talking really about. Yeah. Oh, who? <laughs> who said thing. something bad about it? Oh, well, the people I said, well, Kimberly Beck was quite rude about it, wasn't she, originally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, was um, she? I didn't mm-hmm, know yeah. that. Was she? She said it wasn't even a B movie, it was more of a C movie. Um, Ted Weiss and, was, what's off, what's off, what's all about it as well? Yeah, and John Shepard from Part 5 was, Tommy Jarvis, he was very, he became born-again Christian, and I think that's why, didn't he turn down the role of Tommy Jarvis in Part 6 because of that? Yeah. But they did get him for the for the documentary, though. No, but that's what they're saying. There's like the you have the three types of actors. You've got ones who are always kind of happy about being in it, and then the others that have come back to it and said, actually, looking back on it now, I you know I I did it, and it was a job, and then I disowned it a bit like Dana Kimmel. Well, um, yeah, it's like John all Shepherd. of those because like a lot a lot of if you go to the conventions and they're all there. They're like, yeah, I've warmed to it after meeting a lot of the fans. They you know they make us realize that these movies are important in their own way and stuff like that. Well, you've got like yeah, I well, mean you've got Mrs. Voorhees herself, haven't you? You've got um, Betsy Betsy Palmer. Oh, yeah. Betsy Palmer. She, I mean, she hated the film, didn't she? She sort of called it a piece of shit. Well, the the script, <laughs> and then sort of no one's going to see this piece of shit. And then she still she always says that story, doesn't she? Pretty much at every convention. Um, so I kind of, it makes me wonder whether or not, um, it seems people talking on that documentary are talking with genuine affection for it, which I'm sure you probably would do, but there's also probably people a bit like, um, um, what's his name? The, well, the Harry Crosby from part one. And also that guy, um, uh, Ned, who's the one who played Ned? Yeah. Cause he won. Uh, I think, yeah, I know what you mean. The people have gone on. It's a bit like um, some of the people in uh, when I try to get in contact with people from Happy Birthday to Me, and the guy who um, I can't remember his name now. He was he played the guy that was up in the the church, the, the church tower church over the um, with Ginny, um, and he's like um, runs a Jewish kind of um, uh, sort of theatre group now. And he wouldn't get back to me. And I kind of get the impression that people have taken themselves quite seriously now. Don't have dis- disowned Friday Thirteenth movies. You know, people see themselves. The only as thing I have to say about that is just lighten up, people. It's just I know. you had fun, you got paid, you should enjoy it. Well, that's a, the enigma, or um, on enigma, but the you know Kevin Bacon, whether or not he, because obviously he didn't have anything to do with that, and whether or not you know he's in. The following and also doing all those ads for 4g phones in uk you know playing his character in friday 13th um and whether or not that was something that was suggested to him which i imagine it would have been um but uh yeah. he never really does any of the documentaries or conventions but whenever someone asks him about it he's like yeah you know i had fun like he was on uh conan o'brien i believe it was and they played that clip of him and then he's like yeah he he, he owned up to it and he's like yeah it was a lot of fun and it was my first movie. It was. It got me, you know, where I am today and things like that. Yeah. So at least he has some nice well, things to say I've, about it. I've always been a big fan of Amy Steele because I've never once in any interview seen her, like, you know, kind of slag off being in, you know, Friday the 13th. You know, even in the old Fangoria interview from, like, years ago, um, you know, she talked about, you know, like, you know, she, she never seemed ashamed of doing it. Hmm. Well, like Although she did turn down part three. She did. She said she did that for her agent and that she regretted her it. Her agent's <laughs> advice, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm glad, though, that she did turn it down, because if Jenny had come to an unfortunate end at any point, I might have had to have disowned the series. Ooh. You mean like well, you dream, alive. dream logic or something? Oh, she didn't die. She was a dream. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Alice was dream, and we all know this because she. <laughs> I've seen pictures of Alice. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Uh, yeah. That was my. That was my Billy Tongue moment. Except I did the <laughs> Oh yeah, I love the Billy Tongue. <laughs> <laughs> God, June can't what get What do we all think of, um, Joseph, have you ever gone out with a girl who's as schizophrenic as Nurse Morgan at the start of the final chapter? Because she's like, Define, she's all... Define she's, schizophrenia. She's, she's dissing Axel. She's like, oh, I have no interest in being with you, Axel. Then she goes in and she's like, I came in to watch the news. Then she's all over him. And then she's like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Oh, well, that's, like, that's women. Her changes. They're, they're a merc... They're a mercurial beast. You should pat them on the behind and tell them they're pretty. They're pretty to be at all times. All right. Okay. Joseph. Well, I thought it wasn't that character. Was it was a direct lift really from the um, Halloween two, wasn't it? Pretty much. Those two characters were the, <clears throat> the characters in Halloween two. The um, the hot tub scene. But, and, yeah. Yeah, because they were playing the same pretty much, weren't they? One was the kind of the asshole. Although there was no. There was yeah. There was no juicy dialogue in. In Halloween 2 to rival, holy Jesus, jumping Christmas shit! Yes. <laughs> but I'm sure it must have been a cliche, even back then, people eating, um, 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 people in the morgue, putting their sandwiches down on, on corpses. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it must have been. Because yeah. it's yeah. such a cliche, but I don't know where that cliche started, but I'm sure it was a cliche the by then, picks the it? sandwich up and just eats it, like it's laying on a dead body, like he doesn't care. Mm. And not just any dead body, just uh, Justin's dead body, Jason's dead body. Oops, sorry, Justin. Justin, um, you're trying to you're wishing me harm yeah. at Christmas. I'm not wishing you harm. I'm not at wishing Christmas. you harm. <laughs> He's going to cry. He's going to cry. I'm going to lock the doors and bolt the windows. Yeah. Turn out the lights. <laughs> yeah. I do actually in that morgue scene. I love. This is something I never noticed on the VHS copy I had for so many years. It was when. Um, Jason exhales when he's been put into the freezer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, that's uh-huh. clever little breath, touch. Which is it? a great, a nice touch, I thought. And you know the um, the the um, connection between uh, that scene oh. and the later Friday the 13th movie, don't you? No. No? One of the no. the ladies in the uh, aerobics video from 1982 called, I think. Oh, called. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, yes. is um, Nikki. Darcy DeMoss. Oh, sorry? Yeah. Hmm. She won the aerobics yeah. I don't, I, in part four? I, yeah. I don't know if she's... Well, the aerobics video that's playing is from a series of videos around the time called Aerobicize, not Aerobicide. And Darcy DeMoss was apparently in one of the videos. Now, I don't know if it's, she's actually in the one that's playing in the morgue. Hmm. Hmm. But, but well, she was one of the to. aerobics girls in that series. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I remember her being like an aerobics instructor now, and but I just didn't know if it was her. Was her? Was her? Was her in that one? That's Joseph's dream girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love her. Do, I, if, do you love her more than BJ Betty? <laughs> I don't think we ever see BJ Betty. No, but, but I do have. I do have like... a. I do have a predilection for girls named BJ. I bet you do. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> BJ Betty really lasted very long in a Friday 13th movie, would she? 
No, I don't think she, she would. She wouldn't have lasted very long at all. But uh, it's probably just yeah. as well she didn't come out on, on that. You broke One of the things up that... with BJ Betty. <laughs> I wonder why her na- nickname was BJ Betty. I wonder why. I wonder. Does I wonder. anyone know? Does anyone no. know? It stands for Betty June. Oh, no, because she had yeah. a big jumper. <laughs> well, a question I've got for She's you where... is what, uh, in reality, are we not still in um, 1981 in, with this movie? Nin- no, we'd be in 1984 because part one is, well, part one's supposed to be 1980 and part two is supposed to be five years later. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. But then they so retrospectively put part one in 1979. Yeah, but they read in this, in final chapter, they put, they put Pamela Voorhees' um, gravestone. She died in 1979. So they've Veronica. just slightly re- yeah, Veronica. <laughs> Veronica. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, but they're all put uh, um, two to that. four yeah. all set on the same weekend, aren't they? They are. Mm. So, it Which is why a lot of people have a problem with. Mm. Yeah, no, it seems a bit strange. They're all coming on holiday on a Sunday night, because presumably it's a Sunday night, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Must be. Yeah. Well, I don't watch. And also, people say it's strange that. No, because Rob is out hunting his sister's killer, in a manner that suggests he's been hunting him down for months, when really she only died, you know, less than forty-eight hours earlier. Yes. Now I can't remember which one was his sister. It was the uh, Sandra Marta Cobra. Marta Cobra. Yeah, yeah. Marta Cobra. Yeah. yeah, Marta Cobra. Yeah. Sorry. And Jason goes through so many fashion changes and um, forward he fashions does. throughout that weekend. It must have been very tiring. He does. There's yeah. wow. There's a bit of 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 irony there. It's like he's hunting for you know his sister Marta Cobra, and then she ended up basically disappearing for a long time, and people associated with these movies could never find her until like recently. So it's kind of a live yes. imitating art almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm. I think it's start. crazy that that many people died in one weekend. I know. Yeah. And you would have thought they would have been Shouldn't like they... the FBI out and everyone, wouldn't it's you? National Guard should be out there. Look, yeah, Jason. Uh, absolutely. Mm. Okay, we we talk about some behind the scenes uh, stuff. Uh, Nathan, have you had a chance to look into any behind the scenes for the final chapter? No. No. Oh, I just wanted to hear that, <laughs> Joseph. Yes, uh, apparently in Crispin Glover's dance scene where he dances to Love is a Lie, you'll notice um, his knee kind of bends upward, his leg bends upward. And people have always wondered why. The reason why is because Crispin Glover has two pins in his knee that causes his leg to bend up. And this happened when he was abducted by space aliens and they sawed his leg off and he had to get a new leg replacement to put on there. Look, if you're not going to take this seriously, I I, I think you should just leave the podcast. (gasps) Actually, I have nothing. It's Friday the 13th, so I have nothing. Okay. Justin, do you have anything? It sounded almost believable until I got to the aliens. It sounded believable up until the space aliens, yeah. Because his his knee does bend it in a weird angle. It's true. Well, apparently the film is set on Friday the 13th. It's not. No, I know it's not. No, so no, I do have some background. I do have some background. Um, it was, uh, the film was, um, it's basically when we cover these films, because there's people who, like, there's this massive documentary, as we know, um, um, and also the Crystal Lake Memories, the books and stuff like that. So in, in some ways, don't really want to be kind of repeating all the same same old thing. And so 
in a lot of times, I think it's kind of actually it's nice to unearth stuff that no one else has done. But I've got a few bits, and I was trying to find stuff that um, may not have been regurgitated so many times. And a few things I found was it was it was a very wide release, and just like most Friday Thirteenth films when they came out, they were very made lots and lots of money in the first weekend, then dropped off very quickly. But it was released in. Uh, 1550 theatres simultaneously across the US and Canada by Paramount. Um, the um, the MPAA was still being criticised. Um, it was uh, over violence, uh, violent movies, and Friday the 13th Part 4 was yet another stick to hit them with. So they were still very hot on the violence. Although, to my mind, Part 4 seems gorier than Part 3, certainly. Um the the budget was only 1.8 million although i thought it actually looked they did quite a lot with that budget i thought like this opening scenes um recreating the end of part 3 with lots of you know ambulances and police cars and stuff like that it didn't look like they were stimping too much on the um on the on the the uh, on the budget um a couple of other things is that um i found when i looked at variety archives because i obviously steve minor directed parts two and part three and there's obviously understandable why he possibly didn't want to come back for part four but um he was actually prepping um an adaptation of godzilla in 1984 so that may have been part of the reason why which he didn't make in the end but may have been part of the reason why he didn't come back and do part four um when the film was released on video in america it was um it was retailing at 79 dollars 95 which I think puts into quite a sharp relief, doesn't it? How much you pay for a Blu-ray or a DVD these days, and you look back at how expensive mm. these um, these VHSs were at the time. Um, the other very quick thing I've got, because I'm sure Eric's got quite a few things, is the um, we're talking about Lawrence Monison um, and his his grass, but he was actually really smoking grass um, in some of the scenes because he wanted to almost method acting, which seems a bit strange in the friday 13th movie but there you go um and he he found it it didn't exactly help his performance it actually made him paranoid i think and um and uh he was really worried about fucking it all up but um um unsurprisingly the reviews for the film were pretty scathing when it came out um i got a few pulled up a few reviews um uh the baltimore sun um its uh, headline says a continuing embarrassment about part four so I'm trying to think, can you imagine pretty much any movie these days being being sort of, you know, talked about in those terms? And I think we look back at it kind of rose-tinted glass, glasses or blood-tinted glasses. But at the time, these were seen as um, still uh, little better than pornography. And Paramount was was really got, you know, uh, you know, they were really saw it as an embarrassment for them, but a very profitable one because although the film was made for 1.8 million it made um uh, uh, well, almost 33 million dollars at the box office so it's like a massive return um the only person review i found that was kind of generally favorable in some ways was actually janet maslin in the new york times and she said that um she actually was impressed by the characterization and the natural we're we talking about the characters and how they were quite personable and how the female characters were quite sympathetically written <coughs> but she said that the problem was then you spend the next half of the movie watching them die but then of course it wouldn't be a friday 13th movie unless you unless you did that so um but that's pretty much it from me eric so 
Okay. What have you got? Well, what I have is that uh, filming began on Halloween 1983 and continued until January of 1984. And Paramount originally intended opening the film in October of 1984, but they were so uh, impressed with the rushes they were seeing uh, that they pushed it forward to open on April the 13th, 1984, which meant that the film, between the film finishing, you know, filming... And being released was, you know, little more than three months, maybe less. Um, ironically, it knocked Police Academy off the number one spot in the US. Uh, so for one week only in 1984, Bruce Mahler was in the top two movies at the box office. Um, it went on to make... Yeah. That's a claim to fame that none of us can say. Yeah. Uh, what's going on in the background? Somebody chopping. Uh, that would be my dog. Oh. He's doing this half-hearted bark. Oh right! It sounds like it sounds like Tommy Jarvis <laughs> chopping up Jason. Um, oh. It made thirty two point nine million at the box office. Um, the opening credits, the, the Joe, Joe Zito says that the mask was originally meant to explode uh, when the final chapter uh, sign hit it, but they couldn't do that. So they just superimposed a very cheap explosion over it. I think it looks pretty nifty, but he's unhappy with the effect. He said. Um, Ted White, who plays Jason, had his name removed from the credits. He said in his own words in the Crystal Lake Memories book, he says he didn't want his name on that piece of shit. Um, well. Joe Zito actually comes up with an inter- came up with a very interesting story on the commentary track for the final chapter. He says that in an early draft of the script, Ted's, or sorry, Jimbo was due to be killed by having not the corkscrew put into his hand, but uh, into his head. And what would happen is the film would cut to an X, to X-ray vision and you'd see the corkscrew going through his skull. That was their original intention, which I think they did with... Um, didn't they do that on the opening credits of one of the Final Destination movies? Yes. Mm. Where, yeah, where all, you see all the previous entries, murders being done in X-ray vision, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris McGlover apparently was originally dancing to Back in Black by ACDC on the set of the film when he did his famous dance. Um, but of course, they couldn't get rights to something probably as high profile as that. So uh, it's it, they put in Love is a Lie by Lion, a band I don't think we've ever I made think it. I think a better song. Yeah, but I, had you ever heard of Lion before? Are they no, one of those I bands? I like that song yeah, better than yeah. Back in Black. Yeah, like so do I. Mm. Greg Cannon was originally assigned to do the makeup, um, but I think there was a bit of a falling out and it, it, Tom Savini was brought on instead. Um, and there was original ending uh, scripted that wasn't, I don't know if it was filmed, but they had uh, Tommy, who, you know, with his shaven head looking like Jason, drinking from a water fountain in the hospital. Uh, somebody calls his name and he turns around with that evil stare that uh, is still in the movie, but he also has uh, water dripping from his lips to make it, him look even more like a, a sort of reincarnation of Jason. Um, and finally, my VHS version that I proudly own, uh, I don't know if you remember, Justin, it was cut by about 20 seconds. Like, we never saw Jason's head sliding down the machete at the end of the final that's chapter. Right. In fact, that's a scene yeah. I never saw until the very first Blu-ray uh, DVD release in about 1999 or 2000. Yeah, so uh, we were ripped off, I think. We didn't see, actually, we didn't actually get to see Jason die. It was kind of a damp squib of an ending. Do you, do you remember feeling cheated, Justin, back well, when you rented it? I seem it? to remember it just kind of hearing the uh, really kind of abrupt edit and the sounds. It was just mm. like, and then it kind of moves on and you could tell something yeah. being cut out. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, actually, the, the special effect of Jason sliding down the machete isn't, is, when you watch it now, it does look quite hokey, doesn't it? 
Oh, very, with his, yeah. With his eyebrow moving, like the animatronic eyebrow going up and down as he, you know, as if he's like a, like a, you know, psych, psychopathic Roger Moore or something. His eyebrow popping <laughs> up and down. Yeah. Eyebrow-tastic. Also, the effect of Doug when his head is crushed against the wall of the shower is, is kind of hokey as well. Hmm. I kind mm. of, did you watch the, have you watched in um, all the outtakes the Joe's yeah, yeah it's really good pieces, yeah, yeah which is actually a lot of them look better don't they actually that kind of that with um Peter Barton's um uh, you know the the false face actually because his tongue's wiggling around isn't it inside that that mask it actually looks better than the stuff they use and I think he actually says oh actually that bit looks better than the bit yeah. we used um which is funny but mm. uh but yeah Drop some great behind the scenes. buddy oh, 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 oh. <laughs> There's great behind-the-scenes stuff of um, Bruce Mahler getting killed as well in the morgue with the, mm. the hacksaw. Yeah, It's some spectacular gore in there. Yeah, yeah I've a, always wanted you, to see that because the way, the way he just twists his hair around is so brutal, but they cut it at the wrong spot, and you mm. don't really get to see the full effect of it. Mm. You got anything else? Okay, Eric? I think that's, that's it, that's it for, for behind-the-scenes, I think, of okay. the final chapter. The only thing I was going to say was that I didn't see, because it came out in the UK, I'm not sure when it was released in the UK, It was probably, whether it's 84 or early 85, but I do remember um, seeing, uh, there was there was Jonathan King, if you probably, it doesn't mean any name oh, in the States, yes. but you know Jonathan <laughs> King, who was a disgraced pop in, yes. in, in Saria or whatever, and he did a, at the movies, or he did like a, <clears throat> there was a program back in, 84 85 and it was it was like either at the movies or it was um there, it was some kind of entertainment show and it was saying that this was the number one film in america i remember seeing it and i remember they showed the the opening scene of the um the helicopters over the end of part three and they may have shown part of this part of the um the trailer but i was obviously too young to see it at the cinema but i do remember some older girls at school had got in to see it and they were talking about it which made me want to see it even more so that's my personal story. Not quite as good as because um, Patrick from Screen Queens, he's, he's doing part seven at the moment, or he's, he's just about to do part seven. I think he was going to try to get, um, um, what's his name? The, oh, Kevin uh, Blair. Kevin, Kevin yeah. Blair on there, but I'm not sure if he has managed. But he talks about, I think he saw, he saw all of the films on the first run at the cinema. So he talks about his kind of personal stories about that. So he's covering part seven, which obviously known as um Friday the 13th so it'd be quite interesting when we get to that one as well but that probably won't be mm. until about 2015 will it I've a thought <clears throat> yes yeah yes. my so memory really have one sorry I'm sorry go ahead I was just gonna say yeah I was just saying I think we only have one Friday the 13th in 2014 which right. of course will be a new beginning for us mm. yay so boo so yeah <laughs> interesting. but I remember in in uh in, <clears throat> Uh, the final chapter was released to video. There's a video store called Video Park. And you know those cardboard standees they had for movies way back then? The real big mm-hmm. ones that uh, they had one of the mask and, and the knife in it. And they had this little like tray. And they had like uh, these little tags that you, normally the tags would be hanging on these little clips in front of the video. But since the Friday the 13th series was so popular, they had these in this like in this little tray up front where people would go because that was like the big release and um i remember one time i was there with my mother and i think my brother and we weren't renting it or anything but uh someone went up there and they were all out and the guy was like arguing he's like he's like you're supposed to hold the movie for me you're supposed to hold the movie for me and he just got into a big argument with the uh 
the the manager over it. I, I remember that when it came out. It's like a couple weeks after it came out. And he was all like getting ready on the verge of tears because he didn't get to see his final chapter. <laughs> oh, deal with it. That's the story of my life. The local yeah. video store would only have one one copy of, of anything that wasn't a blockbuster. Yeah. I can imagine you handled that very well, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you mean. I think it would have been funny if I mean. it turned out it really was Eric. It was. It? And I was I was looking for Friday the thirteenth part four. Part, part four. four yeah. Yeah. We're never going to let you live that down, by the way. No, no I noticed. I bet, you, yeah. I bet you're very chuffed that we went with that. But um, <laughs> maybe we should... Very good. That was actually quite should, It would have been funnier if he said Friday the 13th uh, poot for, said a part. <laughs> what, if he's <laughs> Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, right. I think we maybe we should move on. Um, I think we should before. I think we should move on before you before you all humiliate yourselves anymore. <laughs> oh well, we'll see what happens. But before we get the Skype remix, we've got a bit of a um, little bit of feedback this time. Uh, not too much, so we hope we'll be hearing back from you. Um, for you know, make that your New Year's resolution to get in touch. But um, and this is how. Be sure to search for and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at THC underscore podcast. Our voicemail is 858-233-9281. And you can email us directly at the.hysteria.continues at gmail.com. You should have did a Friday the 13th intro for that one. Well, Well, we've we've got one voicemail, so I'll play that. And we've got a little bit of feedback. I think, Nathan, you're going to read out in a minute. But this is our voicemail from... Do we know who it's from, Joseph? It's from the our fan, Brett. Our one Brett. fan. Our one fan. Okay. Yeah. Hi guys, it's Brett. I'm sorry I haven't called in a while. Um I actually for some reason I must have your shows weren't getting sent to me automatically the way they were. So I thought you guys were just taking a break for a while. And then I looked, I went to the iTunes store and there were like a million new shows and I'm like, Whoa, how come these didn't just automatically go to my iTunes? I don't know. But so I'm trying to catch up now. And I just was listening to your Halloween four to five show and decided to call and say hi. Tell you guys, I'm still a faithful listener. Um, Halloween four and five, yeah, they suck. Uh, Halloween kind of sucks. Can we just say that right now? Um, the first one is great. I actually like the second one even better. Okay, it's one of those things where I know the first one's a better movie, but um, I, I don't know. It's just I, I, I can watch two forever. And whenever I watch them, by the way, it's like one and two. I have to do them together, like a three-hour opus of horror. And then three is a guilty pleasure. Tom Atkins, mustache, all the craziness. I enjoy that one. I actually enjoy that one better than any of the ones that come after, you know, because it's something different. And four, five, six are just a trilogy of suckage that culminate in six, which is a pile of goddamn garbage. And then seven was the thing where you're like, this is less bad than the um, the ones from before, so it seems good. But it's really not that good, aside from Jimmy Lee gives a really good performance. Uh, I really liked her in that. But then it's too screamy, I guess. It, it, and then, of course, A just shits on whatever was good about Seven, and then goddamn remakes. I mean, if Rob Zombie likes the originals, why does he have to shit on them like that? So, overall, a pretty bad series, you know, like, as a series. If they had stopped with one, two, it would be, you know, great. Uh, or if they had gone with the Carpenter idea and just kept making anthologies, because that would have been more interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, as a series, I would rather watch Friday the 13th, because each movie has fun and redeeming values. I, I always enjoy them. Whereas Halloween after part two is kind of a slog for me. And yeah, four and five are really boring. Really boring. 
That's all I have to say, really, about that. Just calling to say I'm still alive. I started a new diet. Uh, I'll send you guys some uh, pictures as my weight shrivels down. Um, I'm asking, I'm hoping to get a prom night for Christmas. I think that one's out on Blu-ray, right? I want the Blu-ray of that. I'm also asking for the Blu-rays of Psychos 2 and 3, which, by the way, I think you should uh, review. You should do uh, the four Anthony Perkins Psycho movies. I really enjoy those. Okay, guys, good show. I'll catch up on uh, the other episodes, and I will call you again another time. Bye-bye. Excellent. Well, thank you, Bye, Brett. For... Yes, thank you. I, I'm not quite sure why we fell off iTunes. I'm used to falling mm. off the wagon, but not iTunes. But anyway, yeah. so... Um, <laughs> No, well, th- thank you, Brett. I think you're, we're probably in agreement. Was it Brett who was very rude about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or was that someone else? Well, I yeah. think he's the one that said that the sequel was better than the original. Right, and I remember you... Your no, he said part four sucked, hmm. and he called you out. Oh, he did say that, yeah, because I love part yeah. four. Hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, but, yeah, no, I, I think I, I would agree with him, actually. I, you know, I, I don't really watch the Halloween sequels very often, Apart from part no, me two, so do you agree with him, Joseph? That part two is better than part one. Uh, entertainment wise, yes. As a as yeah, a that's actual, what I mean. Yeah, entertainment wise, yeah. But as an actual movie, no. Mm. What about you, Justin? Um, I don't know. I t- I like both of them for different reasons. Uh, I think for I think um, part two is the is one of the best early '80s slashers. You know, when you pit it against something like Friday Thirteenth Part Two, which is great as well, and they're they're kind of the the epitome of what makes a great early eighty slasher. Um, whereas Part One kind of stands on its own, I think. Mm. Okay, Eric, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, I I tend to watch Halloween Two more though. I'd say because I'm more of a fan of those early eighties ones, but I do love Halloween the original. I do I like agree the that four or five. I like the synthy score they did for the Halloween in part two. They kind of synthed it yeah, up. Me like too. Mm. Me too. Mm. I would love to see that I on also, the big screen. I, if, when that kicked in, if you had it in like stereo on a big screen, mm. it must have been really good, mm. wasn't it? it I did see it on the, the big screen. trailer does it really well. Sorry. I, did, I saw Halloween 2 on the big screen, and it did sound amazing with the volume pumped up so loud. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Brilliant. Okay. Um, well, I, I love I love Brett's line of calling Halloween four, five, and six a trilogy tree of suckage. <laughs> yes, it's a good a turn of phrase. So he, it is a good turn of phrase. Yeah. No. Well, thank you, Brett. See, uh, I don't remember loyal. Part six that well. So you don't, don't remember? Re- I don't know. I'd be quite interested no, in covering six again because I think if we could do mm. if we watch the um, producers cut. Um, yeah. Uh, as well, because I don't think I've ever watched the producers cut compared to. And it's always, it's always struck me as a bit odd because producers are usually the ones who mess with movies, aren't they? So why the producers' <laughs> cut would not be used when they're putting up the money, presumably? I don't, I don't, I don't know. But uh, mm. yeah, um, I think also Brett said about the prom night coming out on Blu-ray. That's not out, is it? Until probably next year. Next year, yeah. Mm. I'm just looking on Synapse's website now. There's no mention of it as of yet. So right, because have you seen um, Final Exams getting a Blu-ray? Isn't it? Yeah, from Scream Factory. Yeah, and wow, there's everything else getting a Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I like it. Yes, excellent. <clears throat> okay, well, thank you, Brett and um, Nathan. You've got a little something to read out. Oh yes, we got this uh, actually. Actually, this morning on our Facebook page, it's from Paul Wozniak. And forgive me, Paul, if I said that wrong. He said, "Hello, THC. 
Just thought I'd let you know my wife and I really love the show. Enjoy your laid-back, witty commentary on all things Slasher-related. Keep up the good work, guys. Long live the hysteria continues. Paul and Jenny from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Excellent. Well, thank you, Paul and Jenny. Thank you. I was going to see if I've got... Sorry. Talk amongst yourselves, because I think they may... I did get some feedback, actually, on the Hysteria Lives Facebook page. I'm just going to look that up. Have a little chat amongst yourselves. Have a sherry and mince pie. Eric, would Wait you a like minute. some dried sherry? I would love some dry sherry, please. Paul and Jenny, uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, but this Jenny spelled J-E-N-N-Y. But it's still uh, the same names. Yeah. Yeah, but like Jenny's actual name would be Virginia. Yeah. I think. Whereas Jenny would be Jennifer. It. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't Keep talking. Um, just here's a here's a here's a, a tiebreaker for you guys for a future quiz. What other classic slasher movie features a character named Jenny? And I mean Jenny as in like J I N N Y or not J I like Jenny from the block. Happy Jenny birthday block. to me, <gasps> Eric. Well you got the tiebreaker. Yeah, I win. <laughs> what's, what's you won win? your own Finally. quiz. Finally. Yay. <laughs> what? Um, Finally, I can't... sorry, it's all going. It's all going to cock, as as, oh dear. as it does. It's all um, going to three cocks. <laughs> I can't my, on my iPad. I can't seem to get to the messages on Hysteria Live, so I will read them out next time. But um, I think um, the Tommy Faircloth from um, the Crinoline Head was in touch and said that he he enjoyed the show and um, wanted to know if he wanted to watch his new movie. So we I think oh, send that out yeah, too. We watched uh, we watched his short film The Cabin. It was pretty good. Yeah, he did a good okay. job. I liked he's, it. He's really mm-hmm. like uh, come a long way as a director. Director, I think. Mm. Oh yeah, good stuff. Has one great great uh, scene that gave me the creeps in The Cabin. I won't say what it is, but it's it's a good little short movie. I I enjoyed it a lot. Is it not just? It's not a, It's a straight horror movie. Is it? Well, horror short. Yeah. Is rather it's, there's than no being comedy campy. in there's this no comedy. Okay, so it's not yeah. campy. Like Crinoline and Head was obviously meant to be quite campy and tongue-in-cheek, wasn't it? Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Cool. Mm. Excellent. Okay, well, um, Eric, do you want to tell us what we have coming up coming next as far as a little Christmas Actually, present before, before yeah. we talk about um, what Eric, we're covering next? Don't what are we covering next? Why me? Well, because you're do- you did what? a Christmas... No, sorry. No, it's Nathan. Nathan, is doing Nathan it. sorry. Yeah. Getting yes. very confused. I threw a Christmas quiz and it turned out to be a super fun, happy quiz. It was oh, super yeah. fun and happy. Mm. But that's going to be. We're going to release that before Christmas, aren't we? So. Yeah. Um, but yes, but also we are moving back to, to um, listener picks. For the people who um, very kindly put some money towards um, uh, filming, helping Nathan and Joseph realise their dream uh, the night before Easter. So, Joseph, I think it's your turn next, isn't it? What's this, um, what's the pick you're going to have? And can you remember who whose pick it was? Yes, well, we have quite a few and it was kind of hard to narrow down. But uh, our next pick after in the new year will be from... Uh, dedicated to Kelly Kenny, and it will be 1991's Popcorn with Jill Shulin. 
Excellent. Excellent. And it's not film. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Sorry, so I haven't seen that film since the um, when it was released, probably in the early nineties in the UK. So I'm quite looking forward to revisiting that. But um, we haven't got time yet. We'll be releasing the Christmas quiz, a little mini episode, um, probably uh, a week on Friday. Well, probably in less than a week actually. Uh, yes. And then we'll be back early next year with um, episode seventy-three. Mm-hmm. So and. Eric, anything final thoughts or soft to for your pick? Or do you uh, tell yeah. us what we're playing? I recommend everyone goes out and sees Friday the Thirteenth Fart Four. <laughs> and what are we <laughs> what are we playing out with? We're playing out with the hair metal. Um, what's the word? <gasps> hair metal tastic. That's the word. Um, lion and uh, love is a lie, which is lie. the music that Jimbo okay. dances to. So emphatically yes. like Grover in Friday the 13th part 4 <laughs> excellent okay well thanks for list for list for list. um oh god skype is back we are going to try something different for next time perhaps um but the the skype curse we have a skype curse upon us as crazy ralph would say yeah um mm. but uh hopefully it hasn't affected your listening uh too much but um we may be trying a different way of recording next time so Thank you for listening and um, enjoy the Christmas quiz and we'll see you in the new year. Bye. Bye. Arrivederci or something. Feliz underpants. Pardon? Anyone there? Yes. Just saying Feliz underpants to everyone. Did you hear that? I said I wanted to lick your lovely pink cunt. What? I hope you're recording so that you can put that at the end of the episode. Do you know, I just cut it off just at the moment Eric said he put it in my mouth. (laughs) Did you? I did, You cut it off and it's in your mouth. (laughs) Remember